Welcome, welcome to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, interviews. Andy, you know, took me back to the 90s. I feel so good with that song on. I love that song. Y'all know Andy knows what he's talking about. Yes, Marcus Atkins says Groove Theory. Andy knows what he's doing. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend as I did. It was very relaxing for me. I was taking a chill pill, catching up on some television shows and whatnot. You know, I stay up on these things so that I can bring them to you. (laughs) Listen, if you want to join in uh, on today's topic at any point in time, you can do that by calling one 800 920 1580 or you can join us right now in our YouTube chat. You guys are already joining. Hello and good evening to you all. Hopefully, as I always say, I hope you're not in too much traffic right now. But if you are, welcome to the Raw Report where the goal is to give you some energy while we're bringing you these stories today. Um, You can also feel free to use the open mic feature on our app at KBLA 1580 as well. That's always fun, listening to your voice notes and seeing what you guys have to say. You never know. One of those could end up on the radio. You could hear your voice as well. So if you aren't following all of our our social media platforms, please do that right now. KBLA 1580, that's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine. You know where to follow us. And you could also follow me at Robin Ayers. You should be doing that anyway. It's just a good idea. Uh, Let's see. Do I have some updates for you? I do. Okay, Khalees, do you know, you know, rapper, is she a rapper, a musician, artist, Khalees? She was really big in the 2000s, bringing all the boys milkshakes to the yard or something like that. Andy, don't don't clown me. Her her milkshakes. Okay, she brought the boys to the yard. Okay, got it. (laughs) I sounded way out of it. I, I did. I sounded way out of it, but I know the song. I used to jam to the song. Anyway, Khalees is 43 years old, and the rumors are that she's dating actor Bill Murray, who is 72 years old. And she recently responded after people were saying, are you going to talk about these rumors? Do you have anything to say? She was like, no, I'm not going to bother. So you can take that any way you'd like. She could or could not be. But either way it goes, good for her. She's out here living her best life. Although others are pointing out the fact that, again, here we are talking about another couple who has a very large gap in between their ages. But good for them living their best lives. Um, Anita Baker, we we talked about Anita Baker before a few times. Because Auntie Anita is out here beefing with Babyface of his fans all right we know that anita baker was on a tour and she invited babyface to open for her or sing along with her on her tour on her concert and something happened some technicalities and he was not able to sing babyface said it was her it was her people her people said (laughs) that it wasn't gonna happen well anita baker has since uh been literally fighting off all of Babyface's fans on Twitter and she's asking him now she's like listen can you please call your call your your people off I don't know they keep going in what I do hope he he's spoken out he says nothing but love and respect for Anita Baker but he's going on to to do you know the NPR tiny desk he's doing all of these wonderful things and and so is she she's going on to do her her shows and all of these wonderful things but the two of them we need the two of them to be okay we need them to make amends and just live in peace and we need Babyface's fans to fall back so that's what she's asking we'll see what happens with that 
My question of the day, I really do have, this is a good question, and it's something that I came across online. Uh, The actress, her name is Dominique Fishback. She's really, her rise is, 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 I'm I'm not going to say meteoric, but she's definitely climbing right now. Uh, Dominique Fishback, we've seen her on Swarm most recently, that TV show that was a huge deal. And um, she mentioned recently in an interview that she knows sign language. Sign language, and uh, it, it kind of threw her castmates. Uh, it threw them off because she 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 started signing right there on the spot, and she said that she decided to learn it while she was in college because being a black woman, she understands what it's like that not everyone knows your where you come from. Not everybody knows your your language so to speak so she decided to start to learn the language of someone else and she went to she was working at a restaurant or she was working at the movie theaters or something and a woman came to her ordered popcorn and when Dominique turned her back she said do you want popcorn or do you want butter with that and the woman when she turned around the woman said sorry I'm deaf she signed it and Dominique was able to sign right back she says oh I'm sorry butter do you want butter on your popcorn and the lady was blown away it made her so happy just to see that someone else knew her language and I just thought that was really really amazing uh Marcus Atkins says Dominique Fishback was excellent in Swarm I take your word for it I hadn't seen it Andy I saw Creed 3 for the first time last night okay have you seen Creed 3 yes I have and um I just thought it was dope how you know Michael B Jordan's wife and you know their their daughter how they're uh, introducing man i don't know why that was just so inspiring to me it made me want to like learn sign language after that because really? i thought i thought how important like that was i remember taking sign language in uh in college mm. i just took it like as an elective or whatnot but mm-hmm. for real for real there's there's a strong value in learning how to uh sign language andy that's so special thank you for chiming in with that i, I really love that i really do and thank you for bringing that up because yes that is a huge uh that now it's not. A, I guess maybe you can consider it a plot twist. The fact that they have a daughter now, and and uh, if you've also watched Creed, um, that they're teaching sign and they're signing in in the within the family. I think that's so amazing. And so my question for you is: Do you know sign language? And uh, you may not, but if you'd like to, I would as well. I know a family who uh, they sign. One of the uh, members of the family is deaf as well, and we we're all literally like family, but. It's it's so it, it doesn't feel good when you have to grab someone else to to sign for you when you want to say hello or have a conversation. So that's something that I would like to do as well. Um, but while we are here and I'm talking to Andy, Andy, let's go ahead and get to the raw report. <laughs> now it's time for a breakdown. What we're talking about today, Nia Long, she says she won't tolerate it. Dang it. <laughs> she's not going to tolerate perpetual gaslighting. We'll tell you what she's talking about and why she's fed up. I think she has an excellent point. Something we'll discuss. We're going to have a conversation about this because I'm sure many of you have experienced this. You might be fed up just like she is. We'll talk about what she's upset about on the other side. We're also going to talk about the very famous character that was created that we saw on the show, Martin. The, the character Shanene, where did that come from? So many of us were like, we were so surprised that Martin came with all these different characters and we fell in love. Every You know, obviously Martin was a, a cultural phenomenon and we love it to this day. It's a classic. It will go down in history as, as that. But 
There are a couple of people, comedians specifically, talking about where Shanene actually came from. Did it belong to Martin or did it belong to somebody else? We'll talk about that as well as O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson is out here trying to give some advice. And I don't know if we should take it from that messenger. Do we do we take the message and not the messenger? We'll see. We'll talk about that on the other side with a great contributor that we have today that I'm excited to talk to for the very first time. We will get to him on the other side as well. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on The Raw Report. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Already starting to see so much activity inside our YouTube chat. I can't wait to get to some of these comments, but I am reading them and appreciating your engagement, guys. Um, I want to go ahead and get to our entertainment contributor for the day. My first time speaking with him, but I know he is not a, a stranger to media. He is not a stranger to journalism, obviously out here doing big things. TV producer and media personality, Jerome Trammell. Hello, Jerome. Welcome to The Raw Report. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. Was your was your weekend? Uh, were you were you out there in these streets, or were you more relaxing like I was this weekend? <laughs> Listen, every time I go, I live in Atlanta, so every time I go out in the streets, it's expensive. You got to park, you got to pay to get in, you got to pay for drinks, got to pay for food, got to pay for a section. I love to be at home. You know, we'll be some snacks, me a couple of drinks, and I'm good at home. Yes, Jerome. That sounds like my cup of tea because in L.A. it's basically the same thing. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad to see we are on one accord with that. So, um, Jerome, first let me ask you. I have over in our YouTube chat the question of, and I don't know if you heard me talking about Dominique Fishback, who is uh, now saying that she knows sign language, which I, I think is amazing. 9%, someone says, yeah, and 91% says no, unfortunately. They do not know sign language. How about you? So I don't know sign language, but I think it's always beneficial to know another language, whether it's sign language or another foreign language, you know, just open doors to many opportunities. So, you know, I, I learned a little bit of German in high school a long time ago. Whoa, okay. But, <laughs> but I do want to um, fluently know how to speak and you know write you know another language for sure yeah i hear that i i know all of my alphabet and signs so if i have to get by i can get by but i don't know the full you know full sign language i'm not fluent in it but i agree with you it is always great to know another <laughs> andy is over here doing the full signing he's doing the whole alphabet okay very good very good um I agree with you, though, Jerome. It's always good to know something. So uh, if, if I'll take your little bit of German and my sign language and we'll, you know, we'll make some stuff happen out here, Jerome. Okay, let's make it happen. <laughs> let's sure. make it happen. Uh, let's talk about this Nia Long situation. I, for one, I agree with her. I'll tell everybody what she said. She went and tweeted, what is this world coming to? I attended my son's school for a dance recital and a song was played featuring the N-word. Somebody has some explaining to do. I will not sit in silence. I will not tolerate perpetual gaslighting. Okay. I hear her point in that. I don't know if you have children or if you have like young nieces and young nephews, that type of thing. But 
I I have kids and I know exactly what that feels like when I try my best to when, when my kids, especially when they were young, they're teenagers now. But when they were young, I tried my best to keep them away from all the all the curse words, all the super negative, you know, content that was out there. So I know what it feels like to have be at a school or at some sort of event. I don't know, a wedding, you know, reception or anything and have bad words or the n-word played at a song what what do you think about nia long and do you agree with her on this yes um i feel like she's right to have a concern um as a parent you know going to school and hearing these things that you know kids shouldn't be um uh, privy to however however mm. for being honest i think you know nia long is reaching just a little bit just a little bit. I'm sure a kid lives a life of privilege and goes to some private school. And I just think having a conversation with the school about it and moving on, it's fine. But bringing it to social media, I just feel like it's misplaced anger. And maybe it has something to do with, you know, that nasty breakup. Because I just feel like <laughs> you were more vocal about this incident than you was about this breakup that everybody was talking about. Mm, I'm confused. Ooh, okay, wait. So, <laughs> because on one hand, I agree with you. In, in in terms of her son being the the son also of uh, her ex fiance or ex partner, so you're saying uh, that same energy that she has to protect her son from the n word is the same energy she should have had when it comes to uh, the dad and that whole situation. Yeah, I feel like she should have been more vocal about that and you know you know explaining her her stance and her boundaries. But I feel like this one small issue shouldn't have been across social media this way unless like it was a teacher using the n-word at your mm. son i mean it's a, and i also feel like you know you know this has been a conversation that like it shouldn't be in music if that's the case you know what i mean i just feel like we i just, I just feel like she's doing a little bit too much with this hmm. okay well i mean in that and that could be i think some people may agree with you me personally i have kids and and like i mentioned before I was sort of cringe. I'm just like, you know, I, I'm not super protective in that way anymore because on one hand, I'm like, you're not always going to be in the house. You're going to go out there. You're and probably when you go to school, you're going to hear other kids using the M word or other, you know, um, curse language or whatever, anything um, explicit. You know, we can't necessarily shield them from all of that. Uh, so on that hand, I'm like, mm, I get it. But then on the flip side, I don't know wh- where Nia Long's kid goes to school, but it's probably some kind of like private institution. Probably a lot of more majority white kids go there or other kids go there. I'm thinking who what DJ is playing songs with the N word. But you know what? I digress. I, I digress on the matter. I hear your point, though, Jerome. I do hear your point. Yeah, I just feel like as a parent, like, I don't, it, in real life, like, you know, non-celebrities, like, who was taking the social media life? This N, like, it's like she wanted to call the NAACP. I'm like, girl, it's just an N-word. Calm down. Okay. You know what? Here's what's interesting. If I go back through all of her movies or her television shows, things that she's participated in, she's at least once said the N-word in her movies, hasn't she? I mean, wasn't she in Friday? Oh, let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was. I'm actually thinking about the best man. I think I think on the recent best man, the this this newer series, I, I believe I wanna say that she went ahead and said the N word. But you know, maybe her point is just protecting it from her kid. I, I don't know. And I understand. 
Yeah. But I'm not about to get out of March, Nia. Come on now. <laughs> uh, Marcus Atkins says, I think Nia has a right to address the issue about the school song. She didn't have to address her personal life. She was right to let her personal drama die off. You know, however she wanted to handle it is however she handled it. Pretty Brown Mimi over in our YouTube says, what kind of school song has racial slurs? I don't know if it was a school song, but the school, she was at school when they played the song. So I don't know. She's going to handle it however she wants to. Um, Jerome, speaking of Jerome, you know, Martin also created Jerome, Rome, Rome. Did you ever watch Martin? Come on. <laughs> I, okay, well, hands down. I guess you did. Hands down. Definitely a culture classic. It is uh, something that will forever go down as uh, one of the shows that we love forever. Martin Lawrence, of course, came out with that in the 90s and created all these different characters who we love to see. But interestingly enough, now two comedians, Bill Bellamy and Aries Spears, are claiming where the famous character Shanene actually came from. Um, Andy, let's go ahead and play the clip so everybody can hear. Derek Fox, Jersey comedian. <laughs> now, now, I'm wondering if you're going, you where know, I think you, you're you, going. You know. He would do his whole show. And he would close yep. with Shantae. Shantae. Oh. Everybody in Jersey knew when Derek Fox does Shantae. Yes. It is going to be pandemonium. And that's the closing bit. Early 90s, Martin Lawrence comes to Jersey. <laughs> this is and destroys. Cut to Derek performs that night. Coincidence. Does Shantae. Who later is known as. as go ahead. Shanene. Shanene. But he literally took his bread and butter. Shanene <laughs> that Martin took to a level where we had to see it on his show. Derek Fox stopped doing comedy. The unfortunate part is now Historic. everybody's going to say, look what he stole from Martin. That's why he can't do it no more. Martin want to come on one day on top billing and tell your side of it. I love to hear it. But for the cats that we grew up with, we felt like that came from Derek Fox. Oh my goodness. Okay. This is the very first time I'm ever hearing about that. I'm sure there has to be something like this that happens within the, the community of comedy, of acting, um, all of those different types of things. Someone was inspired by someone. What do you take of this, though? I mean, first of all, had you ever heard of Derek uh, Fox before, this, this New Jersey-based comedian? I haven't, and I don't want to take away from him. But what I will say is that when they are saying that, like, Martin took his bread and butter, Martin was already being offered a show and it was already in development. They weren't offering Derek Fox a show. Mm. So I, I think that's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Um and then I'm only really addressing Bill Bellamy because I feel like Ari Spears should like be like really low key right now after his whole scandal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so I watched the I actually watched the, um, the 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 comedy special with Derek Fox on Def Comedy Jam, and he did introduce the character, you know, Shante. And you know, it was alleged that Martin liked the character and wanted to pitch him actually for the network, but it just didn't work out. But Martin also said. That the show was based off his real life sister. Are there similarities between Shantae and Shanene? Yes, but every character that is a man dressed up as a woman is, uh, you know, extra gay or like over the top drag queen. They all have that similarity. Like 
when Miguel Nunez did, Joanna Mann, Tyler Perry did, mm-hmm. Medea, Jamie Foxx did, Wanda from Living Color. Yeah. They, they all are similar. Like, that is the aesthetic. And Martin debuted over 30 years ago, so if there was an issue, it should have been brought up and worked out then. Okay, you coming with straight facts and receipts. Okay, but you know what? So everyone can hear what we're talking about. I'm glad that you brought it up. Let's go ahead and play the clip from Derek Fox when he introduced Shantae on his comedy special. Cut my music off, okay? No, you did not say no to Shantae in front of all these people, okay? In front of my fans, uh-uh, 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 scandal. I don't know, I don't believe you actually think that you cute. Look at your hair like you designed it with a firecracker or something. With them booger green MC Hammer pants on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Pretty similar. Don't you know I'm the captain sergeant and the head lieutenant of the fashion police? I'll have you locked up dressing like that. And I don't know why you think you cute or stuff like that, because you ain't, okay? Just between me and you, you ugly. As a matter of fact, you so ugly that when you cry, your tears go down the back of your head because they scared to come down your face, okay, Laura? <laughs> Okay, so to your point, though, Jerome, to your point, you made a great point. So many of these comedians had introduced a woman, and it was based off of someone that they knew. I have to say, though, and then, Andy, I believe you, I I think you say the same thing. When listening to Derek Fox's, his character of Shantae and... Uh, listening to the cadence and some of the little nuances that I know you didn't and like all of those things are definitely nuances that Shanae had. So I guess it's the question is more so could Martin have been inspired, influenced, taken it and, and taken it as his own, especially after uh, having had a conversation with Derek saying, I like what you do. I actually want you to come right for my show. Isn't that a possibility as well? I believe so. I, I, I absolutely believe so. But also, I feel like when, you, when you're when you inspired by you take little bits and pieces of, but you didn't straight copy. And I feel like mm. if that's the case, Martin has a long list of people who were inspired by Shanae and have did the same thing. We just mm-hmm. made it their own recipe. You made a great point with that. Um, very true. And also, mm-hmm. also, we have to think about like that comedy jam was you know, 1992 to 1997. And, you know, in Living Color, you know, that was before Def Comedy Jam. And we have, you know, Wanda played by Jamie Foxx, who was a comedic, yeah. you know, you know, drag queen or a man just as, as a woman, you know, impersonating a woman. So it was like, it was very much similar. It was like, you're a comedic person over the top energy. Mm-hmm. And so you know, maybe Derek was even inspired by that. You never know. You are saying some stuff you never know. Um, I do want to continue this a little bit on the other side. We're also going to talk about this O.J. Simpson thing and his advice that he has the nerve to give to uh, Donald Trump. (laughs) We're going to talk about that and some more. Uh, Right now, we've got news, traffic, and sports. We'll get to that and then uh, all the rest on the other side. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. More of, More of The Raw Report. Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. 
keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Raw Report, Report on KBLA Talk Inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. If you're just joining us, welcome, first and foremost. But also, we just got done talking about Nia Long, who says she will not tolerate perpetual gaslighting after she was attending her son's dance recital. And somebody had the nerve to play a song with the N-word at their school. She was not having it. I could understand how that would be awkward. We're also talking about Bill Bellamy and Ari Spears, how they're claiming the real Shanene stems from a character named Shantae, who was brought by a comedian, New Jersey-based comedian, Derek Fox. And we just heard a bit of Derek, Derek Fox's, his skit, Shantae. I can't lie, it does sound familiar, very familiar, as Marcus says. Marcus, though, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta say something, though. You said... Martin was too over the top and that you were more of a living single fan. How come they, they both can't live? Let them both live. But you know what? I, I get it. Um, no, I don't get it. Uh, Mar- <laughs> Martin was Martin was everything. Definitely over the top, but still everything. Let's go ahead and get our contributor back in here, Jerome Trammell. Jerome, we were talking about this this whole Shanae character. I have to ask you, though. Someone brought it up. I think Mimi says um, that she – that. Derek Fox should have sued Martin for the impersonation of his character, Shantae, that turned into Shanene. Um, but then uh, Marcus brought brought something back around saying that it's hard to sue someone on copying a fictional character perform, performed on stage uh, if it's in a public domain. And if Fox maybe had a trademark on the character, that maybe he would have more of a case. But... Do you believe that that may be true legally, but just being in the same industry, Martin having been inspired by Derek Fox, clearly because he spoke to him saying that he wanted him to come right for the show. They were going to do negotiations and all that, but it never happened. So just being that just off top, do you think that he should have gone back to like maybe hook him up somehow, pay him, you know, like a little bit like a check or something just just on GP? I mean, what are your thoughts about that? I believe that, yes, if he was truly inspired by the character and it was enough inspiration where it made a difference and it was beneficial to the show, absolutely. Um, however, I also feel like that when you think about the Martin show, you think about numerous characters. And so mm-hmm. um, for me, one of my things would be if I'm inspired by this character, I got that from you. It, it was it was consistent through the show for him to have all these other characters as well. So it seemed like it was going to be part of the show anyway. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it just seemed like it was it was something that would be hard to fight and hard to prove. Yeah, I agree with that. Do you have a favorite character from Martin? Um, probably Roscoe. Roscoe with a snotty nose. <laughs> Roscoe probably was my, <laughs> my favorite. And then the mom. Martin's mother was hilarious as well. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My mama biscuits. I just knew you was about to say Romy Rome. 
tell me what? How oh. come you can't? I'm just playing. Absolutely not. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely uh, all the characters that Martin brought forward were just classic and they were all great. Um, but, yeah, I, I do feel like, you know, if, if he was inspired by that character, he should have just gone ahead and shot him some ducats <laughs> and been like, yo, let me look out for you, you know, just on GP. Yeah. Um, but we hear and that. All- yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, and also, if Derek Fox was to do the character, you got to think about this. During that time, there were so many men who impersonated women who did that kind of art form, whether it's TV, movies, comedy, or whatever. So mm-hmm. he still would have been able to, to do that. But also, outside of that character, he didn't rise up as a comedian on his own either. So it maybe just wasn't in the cards for him. And that's no one's fault. Yeah. No, that's very true. Um, you're you're right about that. And according to what we hear, we hear that he is still doing very well for himself. He's in the car sales business, but maybe he's on some upscale luxury type stuff, which is great. You know, he says actually that him not getting that role or playing that role on Martin, his, his initial character, Shantae, him not doing that actually was a blessing in disguise because then his his thoughts are that maybe he would have been typecast. Which could be you. We never know. So it happens to a lot of different actors. So many actors. Um, it didn't happen to Martin. It did not happen to Martin. But he he did have the ability to play all these different characters. But he's gone on to do some other things, some great things for himself. But everybody lands where they're supposed to land. That's my my thoughts about Absolutely. it. Uh, Fahima. Absolutely. Fahima says, uh, Ari Spears doesn't know if Martin didn't break him off some... Well, yeah, we don't know if, if he got broke off money. We don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, let's talk about this O.J. Simpson thing. I have to say, I got to say, whenever I see O.J. Simpson pick up a camera and he sits in his backyard or wherever he is, he has his glasses on and he says something, I just get the feeling that he is he's one of those guys who's used to the limelight. He even after all these years, you know, and for different reasons, obviously, he had been in the limelight, but he's he's not so quick to let that go because he's always saying something, even stirring some things up uh, quite a bit. Let's get to this video clip where he's sharing some advice on uh, Donald Trump. Hey, Twitter. Well, yours truly here. Well, scrolling TV today, some things jump right out. Uh, one is the Donald waving what is supposedly uh, secret documents and even admitting that uh, they weren't declassified. I don't know if it was bluster or not. All I know is that cannot help him. Um, I'm going to share some advice um, that I got from some of the greatest legal minds of of our generation, of my lifetime. F. Lee Bailey, Alan Dershowitz, uh, Johnny Cochran, Bob Sapiro. Uh, the great Barry Sheck and Peter Newfield, uh, Malcolm Laverne here in Vegas. Uh, the one thing they all told me and stressed to me, do not talk about the case publicly. Do not do interviews about the case. The Bakers uh, threatened to quit <laughs> if I did that. My point is, I don't know if Donald's lawyers are stressing this to him. If they're not, they should be fired, and he should sue them. Uh, in any event, let's get to sports. All right. So th- there's there's O.J. Simpson again. 
kind of in one ear and out the other. I don't know if this is going to get to Donald Trump or not, but your thoughts on this. Um, I, I express, you know, my feelings about it. But, Jerome, you give me your thoughts. Yeah, I know you said that anytime he picks up a camera, you're just like, oh. <laughs> I listen, I'm glad that he's picking up a camera. He's not picking up a knife. I'll start there. Um, but I will say that I'm not sure if O.J. Simpson is the right person to get legal advice from because it seems like he didn't listen to his lawyers too well. I mean, he got away with allegedly murdering Nicole Brown Simpson and, and the man. Then he had to pay that family $30 million and then turned around and wrote a book about if he did commit the murder, how he would have went, and then went to prison for nine years for armed robbery. Now, I'm not sure if O.J. Simpson, like, had any good advice for Trump, but I'm hoping Trump still takes his advice and it leads him to prison where he needs to be anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was really funny. Um, yeah, I agree with what you. Are you <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, thank you for, ta- for taking that where you took it. Um... So uh, Marcus Atkins says that interview with OJ is creepy. Everything that the man says, in my opinion, is creepy. Everything, he just doesn't land at any point. He does not land. And I I often wonder, why is he doing it? Why are uh, are you speaking? No one necessarily wants to hear from OJ Simpson. Um, I don't know if he's trying to get a viral moment. I, I'm just not quite sure. Pretty Brown Mimi says, uh, yeah, Robin OJ misses the spotlight. Um, he was OJ Simpson before the 1994 case. That celebrity is forever gone for him. That is what I'm wondering if he's sort of chasing that. Be- you know, we talk on- often on this show how some people you know, you get into a career and that becomes a lifelong thing for your lifelong journey. And oftentimes your identity becomes wrapped up in your career. And if you, if you no longer have that and, um, and it was supposed to end off on a, in a particular note and it didn't, um, oftentimes for people, they can continue to chase that. And so I don't know where OJ is in this, in this day and age in terms of, you know, financially or anything else for that matter. But I can just see it. I can see it written all over him. And every time he says something, I could just hear it in his tone. I mean, he just really wants to say anything that'll get him sparked back up in a conversation. So I don't quite know who's listening to this man. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like because he was robbed, no point intended of, of, of that, of that celebrity, of that, of that fame to where he was and he was brought down. He's been, you know, trying to reclaim and get that back, at, you know, as, as much as possible. And he thinks he'll get it through social media. And it's just like, just chill, just be at home, you know, mm-hmm. lay back, you know, use your money, whatever you have saved up, and, and just live your life and, and be quiet. And don't, legal issues, just don't speak on. Just mm-hmm. don't speak on it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Moore. Hey, Brian. Uh, Brian says, it's like he knows he got away with it and it's taunting us. That is so interesting because I've had the same thought. Just you're going to keep putting it in our face. You're just going to keep coming back. So I, I, it's it's just funny. Um, allegedly. Uh, also, um, uh, Marcus Adkins says, I wouldn't be surprised if he requests a sit down with Trump. Now, now, if he takes it, if he if he requests, I'm going to throw my phone. I'm going to throw my phone at the television. Uh, okay. So the question in the poll is, should OJ Simpson stop giving ad- advice, at least publicly, 75% of you say absolutely. 25% say nah, let him live. 
Okay, what do you say, Jerome? I think I know what you're going to say, but <laughs> officially, what did like you say? Advice, I feel like legal advice don't give it. You still have a small chance, especially if you stop doing what you're doing now, mm-hmm. a small chance to give advice to other people who are, you know, in the sports, you know, uh, field, you know, other, you know, football players. Like that. You can give that advice, maybe commentate a little bit, maybe a podcast or something, but leave the legal stuff alone. <laughs> Just leave it alone. You know what? I, that is a, that's a very well-rounded answer. That's very well-rounded, and I applaud you for that because I just said sit down all together, you know, but I like where you came from with that, Jerome Tramell. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> it's been a pleasure having a conversation with you. Thank you for calling into the Raw Report. I hope to have you back again at some point. I love your insight, and um, we appreciate it. Let everybody know where they can find you online. Absolutely. I had a great time. So likewise, it's great energy. I love the topic. So I'm on social media everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is Mr. Jerome Tramiel, M-R-J-E-R-O-N-E-T-R-A-M-M-E-L. Yep, that's where you can find me. That's where we will definitely find you and uh, and all that you are doing. Congratulations. Thank you again. I appreciate you and enjoy the rest of your night, Jerome. You too. Thank you all. Thank you. When we come forward, of course, we have got your who's got next and what not to miss on the other side. You are in the Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy Lil Real. Right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on the Rob Report. That's right. You're inside the Rob Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Rob the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. Um, this young man, wow, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with him. He goes by Papa J, but he is actually, speaking of Creed, he is uh, the guy who plays young uh, Michael B. Jordan inside the film. But um, he's doing everything. He's a singer, rapper, dancer, actor, all these different things. This song right here is called Let Me Know, Papa J. Everything that he put you through. Stay loyal, baby, when he cheat on you. Can't do half of what I do for you. No red flags, I'm good for you. Good for you. Stay looking at your face, love. Oh, girl. Jeans hugging on their waist, love. It ain't nothing to keep you laced up See them commas on their pay stuff I'm loving you, kissing you Hugging you when you want me to Hoping you feel the same way Baby, I'm adoring you I wanna know how to make you smile I wanna know what you thinking about I wanna know if you love me now I wanna know Girl, let me know I wanna know, no, 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 no Girl, let me know Fix out before I was popping when you calling me Papa I got a feeling that we catch your feelings I'm feeling nobody can stop us And I be like, yeah, uh And she be like, yeah, uh, 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 uh I stay looking at your face, love Ooh, girl Jeans hugging on their waist, love It ain't nothing to keep you laced up See them commas on their pay stuff I'm loving you, kissing you Hugging you when you want me to Hoping you feel the same way Baby, I'm adoring you I wanna know how to make you smile I wanna know what you thinking about I wanna know if you love me now I wanna know Girl, let me know I wanna know, no, 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 no Girl, 
she be like yeah, uh 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 uh. Ooh, I be like yeah, uh. She be like yeah 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 uh. Ooh, baby. <laughs> okay, okay, Papa, <clears throat> Papa J, other otherwise known as. Thaddeus J. Mixon, 15-year-old Thaddeus J. Mixon. Uh, he is the, he's a junior, actually. His dad, uh, they call him TJ, but his dad also music industry and things like that. But this guy is definitely on the come up and one that I think we should watch. He is, again, like I said, he's acting. He played the younger uh, Adonis in Creed, if you guys saw Creed 3. Um, also Disney film. He's doing a lot of different things, but anyway, he's on the rise. So definitely keep your eye out for him. Thaddeus J. Mixon in terms of acting, but Papa J in terms of music. So check him out. All right. Well, that leaves us with what not to miss. Now I'm telling you this. I know it's Monday, but I'm telling you this because it's this weekend. Do you know what's happening this weekend? Everything is happening this weekend, meaning that, uh, we have Father's Day that's coming up. Uh, Juneteenth is coming up. So even though people will have their festivals and events and concerts and things like that for Juneteenth, they're also going to have them on the weekend. So some some are even in conjunction with Father's Day. So you might want to get tickets now. That's my point. I'm telling you on Monday because you might want to get tickets right now. So this weekend happening at the Hollywood Bowl is the Hollywood Jazz Fest. I don't think y'all really want to miss that because it's, it sounds like it's going to be a big deal. It's happening Saturday and Sunday, and uh, it's going down. There's too many artists for me to to name. I will name a few, but it's going to be a nice little curated situation with jazz music and some R&B and some hip-hop. You've got people like Leon Bridges, whom I love, Raphael Sadiq, Lettucey, Diggable Planets, uh, Big Frida, if you like that type of thing. But there are going to be some people, uh, the Cardinal Divas of SC. Uh, the jazz band is going to be there with guest Charlie Young. Arsenio Hall is going to be the host. So just if you want to get there, the Hollywood Bowl, by the way, is really a phenomenal place to just sit and enjoy music and under the stars, of course. It, it's going to be very, very nice. <clears throat> With that being said, you don't want to miss it. Okay, so that's happening June 17th and 18th this weekend. But I'm telling you now, because if you wait to get tickets, you can't act like I didn't say nothing. You can't act like I didn't tell you in advance. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely need to know what's happening the last weekend in Los Angeles. Well, the last, the, what you mean, the last weekend in June in Los Angeles, Marcus? I'm not sure if that's what you mean. All is well. 714, hey, says nice lineup. I definitely agree. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the other thing I don't want you to miss, which is always going to be Zoe Williams' show as well. And while I get that up and going, I think you guys, we're done with the the comment of the day or the, the last question of the day, which said, uh, should OJ sit down and not give any advice publicly? Some of you actually said no. And I'm interested in hearing where that comes from. Where, who says no? And do you think maybe somewhat like Jerome said that it's fine to go ahead and give your advice maybe on your own uh, experiences and where you come from, maybe in a, a podcast or something like that, but stop giving legal advice maybe. You tell me. You let me know. 
Let's go ahead and get to Zoe Williams. I see that comment. You guys said that young Papa J sounds like Ray J. <laughs> Andy, good point. Does he sound like Ray J? Yeah. Okay. I say, I said he's, you know, he kind of, he kind of caught a Ray J vibe. He did. He did. He caught a Ray J vibe for me, but he's only 15 years, 15 years old. Let him get into his sound. Let him, let him, let him get into it. Uh, okay. You guys on the voice of reason coming up tonight, you know, it's a lava topic alert. <laughs> he says, is your love tank close to being empty? Is your love tank close to being empty? Got all kinds of questions for you, and you guys know that he's going to lead you the right way. So if there's some things you want to know about your relationship and you want to talk about it, definitely don't change that channel. Um, okay, Marcus Atkins says, yes, the last weekend in June. Well, we are not there yet, but when we get there, I will have some information for you because that's all I really do uh, is look for information on what to, what not to miss for you guys. Um, it has been a great show. Thank you so much, Penny Thompson. I, I thank all of you guys inside the YouTube chat. Make sure you like and share this video and subscribe as well. My name is Robin Ayers, and I am always pleased to be with you guys. Remember today and every day forward to be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.